You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with James. Hello, Robbie. How's it going? James, you have a specific set of skills. and Not, uh, I would say, a murderous type of skills, but a, a skills that's aimed to please. It's a word you used to me earlier, and I'm interested. What are the skills, man? Can you chop up sushi? Can you? Are you really good at claw machines like me? Because that's a skill, but it's not useful in anything in your life at all. Well, I mean, I, I can wiggle my ears. That, can, that's a set of skills can you legit actually wiggle your ears oh yeah yeah it, it, you got the it, eyebrows going and everything your camera was yeah. trying to focus in on it too that oh, was yeah, good they, my, my camera did not like that there was always those kids in school that had like these amazing talents where it's like i'm double jointed and they can pull like their thumb back to like their ankle and i was like whoa and then there was like someone that's like i can wiggle my nose and i'm just like i can't too it's called sniffing just smelling something like a nice apple pies in the air and you're 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 thinking that's a major skill is that going to get you into any competitions and next thing you know they're on tv on a show called bewitched yeah they, there were a couple of kids in my school they they used to turn their eye eyelids inside out oh it freaked me the hell out i tried that and then i poked my eye like really bad and I had to go to the nurse's office and here's a really crazy story. So I'm one thing I hold precious is my eyes. I'm just like anything gets near them. It's just that in my ears. Cause one time I was cleaning out my ears and someone opened up the door when my was like cleaning out Ooh. one of my ears and it went into my head, like the oh. whole Q-tip, but like the end of the other side. And I, I, it punctured my eardrum. So I was like, Oh my God, like I I'm officially deaf. So if I was deaf today and I was living off of reading lips with the mass situation, that would be so damn difficult. Like, oh, yeah. The Amish oh, and deaf word. people are the people I'm worried about the most. But back to the eye thing. So I went, <laughs> I went to the nurse's office and I was sitting there and she's like, why don't you just go lay down and then you'll be fine? Because that was always the cure. Go lie down. And then you'll be okay. And a woman came in and she was holding her eye. I was like, oh my God, I hit my eye too. Like my eye's fine. I don't need to hold it or I need an eye patch, but I wanted an eye patch. And I was like, what's wrong with your eye? And she goes, oh, I have to go back to the hospital because something, whatever, one of her retinas things got messed up. Ooh, and I was yeah. like, how did that happen? She's like, I got hit in the face and I've had eye surgery when I was a kid. So it disconnected something. And I was like, what do you mean disconnected? And she goes like, reveals her eye and there's a, one of the retina things that is dangling under the oh. eyelid, like a little cord. Like when you're like, if you oh get a my God, if you get like a rotisserie chicken, that little like intestine yeah. thing that's in there, it was like that popped out of her eye. Like she looked like a chihuahua with the cherry eye. And I was like, Oh, and ever since then, I can never look at eyes the same. Like no. it's just knowing that there's just these, I mean, to think about it, I always like changing the perspective of things. When you have your eyes, think they're just magical gateways that are able to really show you the drastic realizations of the world. And a sudden hit can disconnect those things, just like unplugging your fucking TV. 
it's it's unreal. You, you got to treat him with respect, man. You only get one pair of eyes. See, you say treat them with respect, and this is why I'm like, people can't go into outer space. We shouldn't be worried about all these futuristic technologies because in 2014, a woman made herself blind by putting bleach in her eyes because she wanted to be blind. By the age of 24, she learned complete Braille. She learned everything her whole life. She wanted to be blind, and she puts uh, dish detergent in her eyes. And I'm oh. like, why? Well, I don't trust people. That's why. I don't, I don't trust anything. No. No, good lord. Intentionally doing that is just that is just wrong. But it's like people feel like, what would it like to be blind? Would people treat me better? And I'm like, depending on how you are as a person, I've met some blind people and some of them are assholes. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, that's oh. You gotta no, be but... you gotta be careful who you go to school with. That's the main yes. point. Well, I'm glad I'm not in school anymore, so non-issue you don't miss it a little bit uh not so much i was one of the uh kind of the outcast anime club people um so like the yeah. cool the the cool guys now <laughs> the, the cool the guys thing. now but yeah. back then no no not so much i remember in sixth grade my teacher he would have Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments so you would stay after class like after school activities instead of like i'm gonna tutor you in math it's like no we're gonna play Yu-Gi-Oh, and i'm like what how am I going to convince my parents that it's I'm math. staying after school to play Yu-Gi-Oh? And it is math. That was his <laughs> point was that you have attack and defense points and you have to calculate it. And I'm like, I'm learning. So then I was like guilting my parents. Like, do you want me to pass math class? Well, I need to buy the new booster pack or I'm probably going to fail if I don't get a three eye or a blue eyes, white dragon. Oh, geez. Oh, that's something I haven't played in years. I used to have a, such a collection of those cards. There's a whole entire Snapchat filter thing where people were posting on their stories. That's an app that's dead now, Snapchat. Um, yeah. But everybody was posting nostalgia, and it was like kids turning on their Game Boys for the first time or in like a long time. And then it's like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, like it was a trip down memory lane, but the one thing – that people barely remember kids nowadays will never remember is when you're on a road trip and you have your game boy and you're waiting for a street light to come yes, by to light yes. up the car so you can move. <laughs> I, I think I actually convinced my parents to get one of those little lights that you plugged into the side of it so that I could deal with that. So I didn't have to deal with the street lights. I had the freaking extendable light too. And the whole, it, I kept this quiet on road trips. I mean, as a parent's perspective, I'm looking like that was a great invention. And then stopping at like McDonald's or wait, were you a McDonald's or Burger King guy? Um, yeah, I think we were more Burger King and Wendy's McDonald's, not my jam, man. I think I've went to Wendy's twice my whole entire life only because we had a brief brief time with wendy's down in my town uh it burned down and they Ooh. built a fucking dairy queen where i was like who who is getting dairy queen i'm sorry that's like hey kids where do you want to go everyone's like mcdonald's and then one kid's like burger king and then the kid in the back like way back like third seat like you forgot about him he's in the trunk basically he just goes <laughs> dairy queen They're like shut up Sh shut up why are you saying dairy queen i like me some blizzards <laughs> It's I think it's the whole aspect like Arby's was really entertaining for me because of the dude's voice. That's all that mattered to me was I don't care if the food's good. I don't care if it's bad. When that dude comes on the screen and goes, Arby's, we have the meats. I'm like, yep, I'm definitely going to have to get whatever he just recommended I get.
you know, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever eaten Arby's. Is that because you're in Canada? Yes. They don't have well, Arby's. We do, we do have one, at least, in my general area. I've just, I've never been. You gotta go, dude. Well. Like, ma- right now. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think they're open yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, all right, so here, uh, this actually leads into something that's been on my mind for a while. So I always talk about McDonald's breakfast is probably one of the best things in the entire world when it comes to maybe a good, easy breakfast to get. But they did the worst thing in the world, which was serve breakfast all day. I don't know. (laughs) I think that's too much freedom for anybody. I think that you should have a set limit or rules where you're like, hey, you have to be here by 10 o'clock. So that makes you get up early, makes you go over there and grab your sandwich and everything. But Burger King was like, we it's a commercial for their new breakfast croissant, which looks like they put a five pound thing of eggs on a sandwich. And it was like, and it's why I love Burger King. It was like, we woke up a bunch of people to try the new croissant. Everyone's like, get out. Like they're at a college dorm. Like, get out. (laughs) What are you doing? It's the king. He's knocking on people's doors and he's got a ring on his finger. And it's a, it's a sauce packet. Like one of the um, ones you would dip chicken nuggets in. And it has a golden chicken nugget getting dipped into the sauce on his, as a ring. And I'm like, he's got flavor and he's got in uh, flavor flaves terms flavor. So he's got two types of flavor there. And I'm looking at the commercial and he's knocking on people's doors and waking all these people up. And all these people are like, oh my God, like just go away. And then he's sitting them down to have breakfast. And he goes, we stopped serving it at 10 a.m. I was like, thank you. You're putting limits on people where if you really honestly want this sandwich, you got to get your ass up. And you got to go to Burger King and you got to order one before we stop selling them in the morning. Chick-fil-A does that. And they they don't say thank you or you're welcome to anything that I ever do. But still. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you got to admire the people who have breakfast for dinner, though. Because that's like, well, lazy. Hey, it's OK. Sometimes. Don't knock friggin a nice, thick chocolate chip pancake for dinner. What fucking house were you raised in? Uh, this is my current house. <laughs> Chocolate chip pancakes for dinner? That was yep. like breakfast at my grandparents' house where like I was a kid and yeah, I did have childhood obesity, but I would like, I would <laughs> battle my parents because I would just sit there like, what's for breakfast? What, Whatever you find, like make something. And I'm like, oh, I don't. Okay, I'll make this peanut butter sandwich where I just put one giant glob of peanut butter in the middle of it and the rest of it's just bread. And then <laughs> I would go to my grandma's house and it would be like this amazing thing. She'd wake you up at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Because I used to sleep in like hard. Okay. And she used to wake us up at like breakfast. I'm like, oh my God, you would smell bacon, sausage, scrapple, uh, the potato shreds, chocolate chip pancakes was my staple. I would fill up on those and chocolate milk. And she's like, but you got to eat your vegetables. I'm like, what's my vegetable? She's like, hash browns, but I cooked it in vegetable oil. So it's healthier oh. for you. Oh. And I'm like, ah, oh, like, oh. I love your grandma. Oh, that's my awesome. God. I love her too. And my grandpa was like, that's why I married her. I was like, all right, <laughs> you got it set, man. I mean, she is literally fresh fruit, everything chopped up right in the morning. Remember she tried to teach me how to cook one time and that didn't go well. So she was like, never again. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't want to learn anyway. I'd rather you just make me things. Yeah, that's, that's one way. I, I've recently started to try to learn to cook a little better. My my girlfriend loves it, but what are, what can you cook? Um, well, I've recently discovered that I can do a decent uh, chicken lo mein. 
Hold on. My terms of learning how to cook was like, I learned how to use the oven and I made chicken. You're like, I made a low main. I'm like, dude, there's brackets to how you should be starting cooking. Like I tried making eggs one time and then I worked my way up to bacon, but you're like level 10 immediately. That, that was my recent accomplishment. I I've been doing okay with the eggs. My, my girlfriend loves the over easy eggs and, uh, now it's forever my job to cook the eggs. Uh, it's almost become my job to cook entirely. So got to learn something. Is there anything you're dreading to learn? Like things that might be out of the comfort zone? Like for me trying to maybe do a steak, that would be really difficult because I rarely eat red meat. Steak actually isn't terribly difficult to cook if you do it. Bruh, you know what? It's a food that'll kill you. If you don't cut that thing right, you will die. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> like if you like, I looked this up because I was like, how many people choke on a piece of steak? It can't just be me. It's not like I'm physically incapable of eating a steak right. So I looked it up. Any most, at least most steakhouses, their waiters and waitresses are required to learn CPR because the amount of people that choke on steak. And I was like, what? I, are there people that are like, I love this so much that I can die and that'll be okay. Like I'll be perfectly fine to going into the next life. Like so, some people probably just enjoy it so much. They try to do that uh, pizza thing, roll it up and shove it down their throat. So with a steak, oh with my, a steak? Well, probably who can you picture the sat? Like, what are you talking about? Vikings? Like probably yeah dude enters a ruth chris and honestly if you go to a ruth chris i don't i already don't like you i'm i have friends that go there all the time but 60 bucks on it heard of it it's like the most ridiculous place you can get food in the world like a small steak like the one the size of maybe of your hand or not even your hand not even your fist like just the three fingers and or size of a coke can that's the size of their steak and it's like 80 dollars. ouch and i'm like why do you go there well it's the idea it's ruth chris and it's like it's like buying supreme you're just buying a fucking fire extinguisher with the word supreme on it there's nothing different about it i bet you it doesn't even work oh yeah it pops a uh one of those snakes out of it those little (laughs) spring snakes (laughs) I immediately thought of how many times that got me as a kid where it's like, oh, peanut brittle and it explodes in your face. You're like, oh, I was actually really excited for peanut. That was my Patrick Star voice, if you couldn't tell. I, I don't I have a I know you're a voice actor and I have some vocal I, range. Most of them are impersonations and they're pretty shabby. Yeah, it, I, I'm I'm still on my journey for voice acting. I'm not quite to impressions yet. What are, uh, what, so what's a voice you can do? Um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there's the, the standard that n- never gets you anywhere. There's like the, the Joker or, uh, uh, Herbert the pervert, things like that. Wait, wait, wait. Give me the Joker. Oh, jeez, Gotta get, put me on the spot. <clears throat> you can do it to me too. I have a, I have a okay range. Um, hmm. you know, I, I'll, I'll go more for the, the Heath Ledger style. Why so serious? He had the murderous intent and everything. Yeah, I I find in some of the auditions that I've done, I've connected more with the psychopaths. I don't know if that's telling. That that might be something deep within me, but 
we won't touch that. I'm not going to judge. I've had thoughts of what happens if I jumped into this wood chipper or what happens if I threw that person into a wood chipper. A lot of stuff deals with wood chippers. I think it's because I live in a town where there's like a lot of trees. So it's always what I'm seeing is somebody cutting their lawn. So I'm like, imagine if you just fell off that thing, the thing kept riding and then. Oh my. (laughs) Dude's gone. Yes. Hmm. That's, uh, I just had an image of the, uh, uh, scene in Deadpool with a Zamboni. (laughs) Ah, that's like the worst way to go by a Zamboni. Like if I'm going to die, I want to be, I always say that probably you don't have to worry about anything you do in your life, but when you die, the way you will be remembered is that funeral. You got to pay somebody to give a really good speech. Like if you have some dude that's saying your whatever your final thing where they're putting you into the ground have a voice actor have the arby's guy go arby's we have the meats and then they're like but we're at a funeral and he goes that's the only line i know and then like you toss that out there and it's like well i really remembered that because afterwards we got curly fries and nobody gave a shit yes (laughs) now i i've i've heard it said i i would love to have the concept of someone playing Pop goes the weasel slowly throughout the the funeral, and people just nervously eyeing the casket. Like, is is this gonna is he gonna pop out? No, you just made <laughs> me think of that one toy where, as a kid, it was a red box and had blue little pads or tiles, and then you would put the little yellow chips inside of it, and it would oh, be a timer. Yeah. Oh God, what was that? That shit was like intense. Like you were like, what? <gasps> like. And, you want to talk about giving kids heart attacks when they're yes. young. Like that is a good one. Like imagine trying to play that at an elderly home and just see how many people go. Oh, good Lord. And just like for, <laughs> get right out of there, man. God, what was that called? I can't remember. Poppums. We're going to call them Poppums. Poppums? We'll, we'll go with Poppums. It sounds right. <laughs> sounds like a nice fit. I mean, those board games, a lot of the names didn't really make sense. Like Clue. Oh, it's the clue to discover who killed the person. I'm like, it's always General Custard. It's always that guy. You never trust a dude that wears his military uniform 24-7. I don't trust it. I get it. You worked hard. But still, like, you don't ever wear flip-flops? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't That's what I'm saying. How did you discover, like, you had, I guess, a knack for impressions? Because, like, <laughs> I guess I can do a – don't die on I'm choking. Me. I'm dying on water here, so I <laughs> – Dude, I messed up making mashed potatoes, so that's, like, equal. I, I know how that feels. You know, that, that might not be as hard to mess up as you'd think. <clears throat> you good now? Uh, maybe. Okay. You want a I'll lozenge? try not to die. I usually keep a lozenge for my guests, but I – tend to <laughs> i How tend to get them to him i misplay i just uh you know hopes and dreams just send them through like email or something and then they that's what technology will get to one day we can send an email and then it'll actually have an item where you can grab it off the screen like <gasps> what just those matter transporters or things are, are you going willy wonka here probably Willy Wonka that's a better yeah. I like I, I like technology if it's like that because it's like the monkey's paw every single thing you get interested in or get into has a curse part to it and that's mm. what I like is I believe that if you're gonna you can't get everything handed to you there has to be something that's like there's here's the always catch. a catch yes yes now sell me a product as Heath Ledger's Joker <laughs> a product Oh, good lord. Uh, uh, what product? Give me a product. I... A lozenge. A lozenge. 
do you know what really helps me after a long day of torturing the bat? A good lozenge to help refresh my throat, because it's very irritating to talk like this all the time. Well, I have something called a throat coat tea, and that'll actually, <laughs> they're not a sponsor, so we're not going to give them a plug. You know what? Don't, don't overdo it with throat coat. If, if I, I know that some people are very divided on throat coat. Um, if, if it works, just, just use it as a refresher. But if you are really hurting, don't take throat coat to try and keep going because then you will do some serious damage. Well, it gets like the phlegm in like your throat. Like a lot of, you know, where people go like, <clears throat> like you got the, there's the phlegm in the throat that gets yeah. built up uh, and it, you that, gotta be careful. That's, that's the one thing. If, if it's just an occasional, you know, just to help you out a little bit, but don't, don't ever rely on it. If you are seriously hurting because you will do some bad damage and then if that's your line of work, you're done. Yeah, it really, like, I guess when I was a kid, my dad's, like, a radio personality. So I remember he came home after, like, going to a Ravens game, and, like, he couldn't talk. Like, his voice sounded like, you know when, like, you clip a dog's vocal cords, and they sound like a fucking duck? Like, <laughs> so, like, he couldn't talk. He was like, he's talking like this. And I was like, how are you going to work? Like, that's your money maker. That's what is your career is your radio personality. Now you can't yep. talk on the air. And he goes, yeah. So he had to take a couple of days off. And I'm like, it's the same thing. Like I had someone in my family who's a guitar player, like makes money doing that. Got pissed off, punched the floor. I'm like, Ooh. hold on a second. You can punch a wall. You punch the fucking floor. You're not going through that. You're nope. that the, the wall is a possibility, but the floor, no. And he broke his hand. And I was like, see, now you're trying to play guitar and you can't play. Like you're destroying your moneymaker. You don't know what you take for granted until you realize that you've lost it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, excuse me. No, that you, you gotta, you gotta take care of what helped make you money and you gotta help take care of the things that you only have one pair of like your eyes. Like you said earlier, um, I, I used to work in a uh, machine shop. And I was pretty much the only one who was always wearing my safety glasses because other people were like, ah, nothing's ever happened. Nothing's ever hit me in the eye. I'll be fine. Don't trust that ever. I've seen some things. I don't trust any machine shops at all. I used to, um, in school, we had to go to like this vocational school and we'd be able to practice like carpentry or mechanics or woodworking or something. Yep. I remember one of the blades, it didn't have a guard on it. It was like one of the old school ones before they upgraded for safety. And I was slicing this wood and my fingers were so fucking close. I just remember my teacher just screamed, Sah! like I screamed and it caught me off guard. And I went and like, you know how you turn your head, yeah. my fingers were still going. So I almost cut my fingers off. And he's like, I almost cut your fingers off. I was like, I was doing fine until you fucking yelled. Like, wait till someone's finished. But, like, you don't even understand. Like, I bring up the monkey's paw. It's probably one of my favorite plays out there. But my uncle had a scenario. He works at a machine shop, like, grinding and pressing, all these types of things. And he had really yeah. long hair. And I remember yeah. I went over after, like, I guess I saw them one week. And then I went over, like, two weeks later. And he had a completely shaved head. I was like, what happened? He goes, my hair got stuck in one of the machines. And as it was pulling me into it, somebody cut my hair off. And then I just shaved the rest of it off because it looked ridiculous. Yes. And I was like, so you almost died. He goes, yeah, if that dude didn't chop off my hair, yeah, it would have been a pretty bad incident. I'm like, so what the, like, what, wh wh why are we working in shops? What, maybe it's, you're it's not a necessity up. for some things. Yeah. Um, some I people mean, you, can do it though. Others can't. Yep. Um, it, it takes a lot with some things but i oh good lord 
there are so many things you have to be so careful with because uh, I don't, you know what a lathe is. It's a, use it for either wood turning or metal turning, used for cylindrical things, making threads. Um, putting the piece in, you have the chuck and you have the chuck key. So you have to tighten the chuck with the chuck key and then remember to take that chuck key out before you turn it on. I have seen people who have forgotten and just by the luck of the placement, the chuck key itself is what got jammed when it got turned on and it protected their hand. If they had been angled wrong, they could have been pulled into the machine. They could have just had their hand crushed. I've seen the chuck key go flying across the room. You cannot mess around with these things. See, this is what we talk about. Like some people are kind of fit for different positions. Like some, like for some people, like where we would say, that sounds crazy. Why would you do that? That sounds like a, more dangerous than anything. Yep. But to some dudes, like that's my comfort zone. That's like where I feel like I thrive the most. So like, I mean, I love doing impressions and stuff, but when did you find that that was your comfort zone? Like, when did you find that voice acting was like, oh, um, this is something I want to get into? Well, it, it's been... It's been a short journey so far for me. And like I said, I, I've not really gotten into impressions so much. I'm still working on mastering my own voice and my own acting. Um, but for the most part, my, my girlfriend, she loves to listen to horror podcasts and uh, creepy stories, Reddit stories, things like that. And some, some, of them, some of them are great. They do really good work, but some of them, they just, they don't put effort into it. And it's like so robotic the entire time I am talking and they have a cadence that they follow no matter what they do. And it's just so irritating to listen to, but she listens to it for something as filler in the background. And so as we both kind of decided, you know what? I, I can do better than some of the ones you're listening to. So I'm, I'm just going to start my own. And that's, that's how I started with any kind of narration. And I started bra branching out, wanting to get into other acting and things like that. And I, I haven't gotten so much under my belt just yet. But besides my, my YouTube thing, I've also done a, uh, <clears throat> a different uh, audio drama um, called My Wife Has a Removable Face. Um, and that one, that one was really well done. Uh, for those who'd love to check it out, that was hosted by someone, uh, Adelicious. Um, so if you want to check that one out, that was pretty good. I'll link it in the description, but that's see voices are so weird because depending on how you sound, you might sound amazing to somebody, then you might sound terrible to somebody else. Absolutely. Like, I never realized I had an accent until my buddy pointed out to me. He's like, dude, your Baltimore accent is just, it's so just ridiculous. I'm like, what do you mean? This is how people talk. He goes, no. Like I had a speech uh, language person on here, like person that studies uh, speech patterns and everything. Right. She's like, I'm trying to figure out where you're from. And I'm like, what? And she's like, where are you from? Like your accent, I can't pinpoint it. Is it, what is it, Southern? I'm like, no. I mean, we're technically below the Mason-Dixon line, but no, no, no. Um, so I'm from Baltimore. And I realized one of my favorite comedians, he talks just like me. And that's probably why I like him a lot. Like when he says, fuck, like he says it like <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. Like it's not, like it's not, it has a different impact to it. And it's like, then depending on like, I like to play a game when I go to stores and stuff where it's like, I like to try and act like an accent an impersonation or something through the whole entire purchase. Or as long as I'm in the store, whenever I'm talking to somebody and see how long I can do that. So let's say like some people have a thunderous commanding voice, like one where when they talk, they're talking so loudly that it's like 
everyone in the room is like, and sometimes you just can't, you can't manipulate, you cannot recreate that. There are people I've done a podcast with that are from like Chicago, for instance, great guy, Law Torello. His voice is so loud and booming where it's like, he's the type of guy where he goes, sit down. Everyone would like feel it in their bones. We're like, what the fuck? And there are some people that talk at like my one, one of my closest friends, he whispers when he talks. So you're like, what am I going deaf? Why you're like the, you're like the TV and some parts it's really loud. And then in most of the parts, it's really silent. So you turn it up to 40. The next thing you know, it's and you're like, Oh shit. And then you have to turn it down and then you got to turn it right back up. Yep. I, I am. I am notorious for being too quiet for things. I, I blame it on being raised by a librarian. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you have to be silent in your house? Not so much. I'm just, he, my father was very quiet and I kind of picked up on that. And that's, that's just how I am. But uh, with him being very quiet, you also, you really knew when you messed up because he, the very few times he raised his voice, you knew because he, he does not raise his voice at all unless something is very wrong. <laughs> See, I got, I know something's wrong when someone says my, full name like my real my real name's robert not robbie or rob so whenever i hear that the back of my neck hairs just stand up and i'm like what am i being yelled at for like it's an immediate like attention thing like to call someone by their legit professional names but i like to be called rob and then people are like oh rob i'm like no no, two b's like why two b's i'm like because i want to be different than every other asshole out there named rob because there's like 10 in my family and we all have distinct different characteristics like one person's got an apostrophe over their fucking o oh jeez, get a little umlauts and then do you uh, want to talk about a bigger border than that is language border like people oh, that are from different countries like that's tim but tim has an apostrophe over his m so i'm like so what does that mean well when you say tim you don't say tim you say tim tim i'm like well now we're just playing science we're playing make-believe we're larping it's like uh sean with a father sean what Uh, uh, father sean it has that little accent over the e that's called a father it's an irish thing i don't know that one you don't know that one yeah i know in canada it's difficult because the fact you guys have english and then you have french yes uh, i'm like are you trying to fuck yourselves over because i could not do that at all yeah mm, you you learn it in in school um some of it sticks some of it does not it didn't stick well with me i i can't speak a lick of it anymore besides saying i don't speak it There's like, because there's people like we talk about that something's appealing to someone else and something's worse to somebody like Irish accents. That gets me on. That turns me on. I love it. I don't care if you're a chicker or yeah, chicker dude. I'm I'm in it. You want to non-disclose whatever you want to say. I don't care. That accent just melts me down like butter. I don't know what it is about the people. Well, I mean, it's been voted as the, the top sexiest accent in the world. French? No, no, uh, Irish. I know, but French. What about that? Oh, That's the language of love. Um, I, I think that was actually fourth, if I remember correctly. I'd have to look it up again. I know. I was surprised. Every country is so damn different. I was just at my work, and they had on the screen on the TV, it was like the Winter Olympics or something for a different – or it was like some Winter Games something in Norway. The, it was a bunch of 
women and they were skiing. And I was like, oh, it's skiing competition. That's cool. And as I'm watching, they would stop, pull a rifle off their back and then shoot targets. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing over here? That is badass. Like, look oh, at yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, that, that one, that takes a lot of freaking skill because shooting in the cold, oof. My, my fingers, they hate the cold. So just trying to manipulate a trigger accurately, I couldn't do it. <laughs> we have it because uh, we, we test for like COVID and stuff. So people have like the little thermometer gun that stick to your forehead oh, yeah. and stuff. So it looks like imagine if someone had a real one and just it looked like that, like you're going to get your head blown off. But then <laughs> I was at work and I was like, my fingertips are always really freezing and my hands are kind of like a little bit warmer, but they're not warm. Since I have low iron levels, my natural temperature is at like a 70. Oh. So it's, I'm cold all the time. Yeah. So I was looking. I was like, all right, let me see this thermometer thing. So I stuck it on my hand, and it said 72. And I was like, all right, well, that's not bad. And then I pointed at my fingers. Can you guess what it was? 90. 65. Ooh. It was like wow. six, six, seven degrees colder. I was like, why? What is happening? And I'm like, I'm like, is everybody else like this? And I'm like thermometering, whatever you want to say. That's a, I'm going to turn that into a verb. Thermometer. <laughs> Good God. That's a word. I don't think I can say thermometering people in the gym. And I was like, all right, well, you're a 90, you're a 90. Like, what's you? And I'm like, I'm a 70. Like, are you dying? I'm like, probably. <laughs> Well, we're all slowly dying i guess i mean that's what i say about old people is that their skin when it like sags down it's just the underworld pulling them closer jeez oh, <laughs> i said to my grandma and she's like no fucking chocolate chip pancakes for you i was like damn oh, yeah you're cut off oh god oh, that's the Lord. worst thing you want it's like being at denny's and it's like 3 a.m and like sir you have to go and it's like but this is denny's and you're like yeah, that's what's really bad is that we don't want you anymore and we're fucking Denny's. You got to question where your life is going if Denny's kicks you out. They go, I'm going to give you a Grand Slam breakfast to go. And you're like, damn it. <laughs> At least you got something for the road. All right, if you had to give a new voice, let's say, okay, so here it is. All these fast food chains, you got to revamp. Pick a fast food chain out of all of them. Oh, no. Um well hell wendy's wendy's they got this they still have the same logo but they want to give a new voice they want to give a voice and you have to choose this voice of what's the voice of wendy's that's going to appeal to the audience what's one that's going to make them marinate in their seat like a like a stack of butter on a nice thing of flapjacks <laughs> i'll try and think of something that's not too lewd good lord doesn't have to be a female for a voice. You can do a male. Oh, I know. Voice if you I want. know. I just, just still trying not to keep it so that people don't actually marinate. Um, I, I want to. I would do SpongeBob, uh, the old woman that was severely like burned in the chair. What are they selling? They're selling chocolates. What? I remember when they first invented chocolate. I always hated it. Come get our burgers. You'll love them. They're not. They're not in chocolate. I just, <laughs> I can tell you right now, that's the lunch lady at my school. I know you're like, I'm sloppy, and just like slaps it down on the floor. Our lunch meat isn't made of the gymnasium pads, I swear. <laughs> What's a gymnasium pad? 
What are we doing? Uh, sorry, I, I had a uh, flashback to Simpsons where they're grinding up the Jim uh, mats. <laughs> oh my God. That was a beautiful voice. But what would, would you use that as the voice of Wendy's? Oh, dear Lord. No. Good Lord. Something soft and sweet like, how you doing? Or oh, hold on. I'm Grandma Betty Parker, and I'm here to make you a nice Wendy sandwich. You're going to love it. It's delicious. You can get some fries. You can get some eggs. Hell, you could even get some roast beef because we're Wendy's and we don't really have a niche audience of what we sell. We honestly could sell you sushi because we don't have a strict menu. We can do whatever you want. We're just happy you're here. Come get ourselves some nice baked potatoes with a little sour cream on the side. You love it, I swear. Sour cream on the side with your baked potato? Savage. I am like against sour cream and mayo. You don't like sour cream? What is wrong with you? Sour cream is awesome. It's crazy because I'm a big chili guy and everybody puts sour cream in their chili. And I'm like, that is disgusting. You know what? To, to me, chili itself is kind of disgusting. What? You've never had Maryland chili, son. I guess not, no. Oh my God, I'll come <clears throat> to, I will figure out the recipe and how to make it and I will make it for <laughs> you and ship it to you through email. <laughs> Get a little matter transporter. We'll be good. Just make sure you check your spam box. I please don't put spam in it. Oh, have you ever had spam? I have not. The very concept of spam disgusts me. By, by itself, it is dog shit. But I went to Hawaii, and what the natives do there is called spam asubi. And it's a spam, like apparently, when you get it in the can, there's like layers of beef to it, like just layer on layer like you're stacking a jenga high it's five stacks high of fucking beef and you take one of those little things and you cook it like to where it's like kind of like a little bit grilled and then you wrap it you put it on top of like a rice like a little square thing of rice and then you okay. wrap it with a seaweed wrap it is really freaking good like spam sushi that is, is what that sounds like it is but it's called spam asubi but it's like really good there's no fish on it all you're doing is having spam with rice so it's like having if you ever had steak and rice or shrimp and rice it's like that oh, yeah. kind of combination oh yeah it's, that it's a breakfast food too mm, hmm i don't know i still couldn't get over it being spam I... it honestly i didn't think about it because i ate like 50 of them because they just sell them like if you ever go to 7-eleven or you don't have those and yeah we have 7-eleven Okay, I don't know what you guys have down there. <laughs> Even though I've talked to so many Canadians, I'm just like, my mind blanks. Um, That's okay. Apparently, there's a big controversy between Montreal and Toronto. There's like a hate feud. I'm like, hold on a minute. Aren't oh, they the same place? That, that I believe that's probably a hockey thing. Uh, so you got the, the Montreal Canadiens and the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Makes sense. Sports, battling is, it out. sports I, is big. I, I might get my Canadian card revoked for this, but I don't actually follow hockey. So I I, I, I like to watch them hit each other. I think that's freaking amazing, <laughs> but it's like watching football. I'm not a big fan of football just because it's no. just, it's not, it's not in the wheelhouse. You know what I mean? No. There's, there's many other things in my wheelhouse. I'm more worried about. Yeah. I, like I, I, I can't get into organized sports. That's the thing. I, I can't watch sports. I just can't. <laughs> It's because the voices are, are are off. That's what it is. We could revamp that too. <laughs> I think the NFL would sound a lot better if there were some new voices on there. It's I think it's the fakeness in it. Like I don't yeah. mind it, but like 
I don't like when I listen to a podcast and the guy's like, we're coming up on the best of, and it sounds like a radio thing. And I'm like, well, well I don't. Even the radio people, some of, the, some of them don't like that. I, but in my area, we used to have a show, uh, the Bigs and Bar show. They're up in Ottawa now. They never did anything like that. They always kept it real. They always tried to make sure all their reactions were legitimate. And they just, they, they were so much better. And then I switch over to some other station and they're all so excited about absolutely everything. And despite the fact that I've been watching, listening to this because I need something in the background for over an hour, you're repeating the same things and having the exact same responses. Like it's the first time you've heard it. No, I can't stand that. If you're going to have that voice, you should have it 24-7. So the hospital should call you and your mother just died. And then you should be like, oh, my God, mom is dead. <laughs> I'll be down there in 25 minutes. You've just won a prize. And it's like, <laughs> fucking keep that 24-7. Because, like, my parents, they're involved in radio. So, like, I, you know, when it comes to voice acting and stuff, people are like, well, it always made sense. You let into podcasting. I was like, no, I just... I, I when I first started this thing, it was like, choose your voice. And I was like, I'd rather just be me because if I did an accent the whole time, you know how hard that would be to keep up for 600 something oh, episodes. It'd be exhausting. I fucking remember it. Like my dad's voice that was on the radio is his real voice because he picked a radio voice. And then he's just been on the radio so much that he doesn't know what his regular voice sounds like. So I'm like, yep. what's for dinner? And my dad was the type breakfast for dinner, because I'm pretty sure he didn't make a lot of other things. <laughs> French toast pulled it out, maybe some French toast, Robbie. I'm like, looking around the room, like, are we on fucking air? What <laughs> is there a sign I'm missing? Did I walk into like, you ever think you were in the Truman show? Like everybody oh, is Lord, like, yeah. Something's, something's up here. Where's the camera? Yeah, it just, it, I was like, wow, like, so you lost your actual voice. And it's yep. funny because he talks so much on a daily basis, a lot like me, like talking, doing the podcast, but I don't talk outside of my life. Like, I just kind of like float on through. If somebody asks me yep. questions, I strike up a conversation or something, but like, I'm not going out of the way, like, you, sir, you, sir, you, sir, you, sir. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm here to grab this one box of Raisin Bran yep. and get out even though I have to wait in line for 45 minutes because I don't know, I guess people are bored nowadays where going to the store turns into like an eight hour adventure. Like, what are you doing? What are your plans today? I'm going to go to the store. I'm like, what are you going to do after? That's going to take up most of my day. I'm like, oh, yeah, what? Well, it takes up most of the day because of all these other people who it takes up all their time. So you're waiting in lines the entire time you're trying to get stuff. So it's one of the reasons, one of the few things that this whole human malware situation has brought about that I actually somewhat enjoy is the pickup curbside stuff. Because I can just order it online, go into the parking spot, let them know I'm there, they bring it out to me, and I leave. It's so lazy, though. I know, it, it, I know, but it's so nice with that. And then it, it also helps keep you safe. Life's not supposed to be convenient, damn it. Supposed hey. to be difficult. Fast food opened up that door to like we don't even you don't even have to get out of your car. And then Sonic was like, really, we're just gonna fucking get some clown to roller skate it to you, <laughs> and then you're really gonna feel like a king. And then when they drop it or you drop it and you don't have to open up your door to reach, like the bank is the only thing I can think of where you literally still have to put in work even though you're in your car. Like the bank, yeah, the banks. I, I don't know if you have them in your area, but a lot of the ones around here, they have pull-up ATMs. 
that you still got to get out of your car. Nope. You still nope. got to lean out of your window. Not, you got to unbuckle okay, you your still, you, you have to yeah. lean out, but. Because <laughs> I go to the bank booth and I'm like, all right, I need to go this. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, my car's not close enough. So I can't just sit here. I have to unbuckle my seatbelt and lean out of my window or open up the yeah. door a little bit and then grab it. Then next thing I know, I, they give me this like fucking little tube to put your paycheck and stuff in with you like your you know so you can put it in your account or something if you don't have direct deposit and it drops like the pen drops and then it's on the ground i have to open up the door and get out and everybody's (laughs) looking at me like this son of a bitch is first time at a bank thing and i know my buddy mark he was a voice actor as well you should talk to him you guys would fucking hit it off but he worked at a bank and practice his voices and stuff on there. And I was like, dude, you could literally just fuck with people. Like that's the only, if I was a voice actor, I would get my practice by working at a fast food place and just going through the drive-through. Like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. How may I help you today? It's like, um, let me get a double cheeseburger with, huh. it's like, are you contemplating your decision? And then you just sit there and then they answer like five minutes later, like, and I'll get an iced coffee. And you're like a double cheeseburger and an iced coffee. Is there anything else for you? And then the person's like, uh, and you're like, oh, whatever will get you out of this place. And I can give the rest of the people behind you their orders would be so helpful. Cause I swear every time I'm in line for something, I get an iced coffee and I have to wait 45 fucking minutes and ah, yeah. you know it's it's the people like that they, they're the ones who are in there they're ordering for their family and someone else's family they're ordering like 10 different meals going through the drive through if you have to order more than four go inside thank you thank for you of, for the love of god don't take up the drive through that's for the quick people who know what they want already who just want to get there i'll take my number two give, give me you know the drink with this large size fries let me get through just it, it really slapped me in the face when this incident happened where someone got really pissed off that was behind me and they went up to the car in front of me that we were all waiting on he just goes i hope you get covid i'm Ooh. like whoa like that's a thing now Savage. is that a new comeback like is that did, did we just finally hit that shift where it's like i instead of i hope you die it's like i hope you get covid it's like that's that's Whoa. almost as bad as saying I hope you get cancer. Frick. Like, fuck, man. Like, I oh. everyone looked at him like, is that bad? What what just like that comeback seems like it's not a good one, but it's like that's still like it's a serious thing that's going on, and people are fighting each other about a bunch of different things that have nothing to do with COVID. So I'm like, is really calling somebody at McDonald's and telling them you hope they get COVID and then bring it back to their whole family. He added that last bit on Ooh. there. And I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah, that's, grandma's that's fucking choking on a steak back at the house. <laughs> and she has nothing to do with this situation. Freak sakes. Just let her make her pancakes in peace. God. Right. God damn. It's like, <laughs> you got to start. I see, because we used to make fun of the people that like the people that would talk to themselves in stores. Like, you know, I don't know. Well, well no, you can't get that. Well, it's, and you're like, is that person, you check their ears for Bluetooth? And yeah. And you realize there's no Bluetooth. And you're like, this person is just batshit insane. But like, that's everybody now. Like, I do yeah. my impressions to myself. I don't do them like out loud where I'm like, oh my, it's tragic news. I'm going to buy some things from the store, but I don't know what to get. I don't do Christopher walking randomly in a fucking store. 
and then you I don't you answer should. him. <laughs> you should because it'll get it'll get people. They will be looking for Christopher Walken because that was damn good. Like hit it on the speaker. Like everybody, the store is cl- closed. I don't have a lot of impressions. Like I said, everyone's got a vocal range. There are some people that can do amazing sound effects. Like I know Joe Rogan, for instance, he can do bear sounds, like <laughs> like perfect bear sounds. Then I can do like a good cow sound. I can do like like that freaking, you know, that you got to hit that level. And then there's geese. Fuck, I know you're from Canada. Yes, thank you. Only reason I was voting Ron White for president last election was because of the fact that he wanted to build a a net between Canada and America (laughs) to catch those fucking geese. Those ducks are insane. They go, I'm like, oh, son of a, oh. And the attitude they have with that voice. He oh says my that god. Too. He says they have such gusto where they walk across the street and they don't yes. give a shit about you. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna hit me? And they yeah. can fly over the damn road. I it- know it's so freaking I, I live on a parkway. So I, I drive down the parkway all the time, and all oh, the amount of times I've had to freaking stop for these geese because they just start walking out in front of you. Like, just, dude, I will hit you. Get out of my way. My neighborhood is the same thing. I watched a woman, as I was late for work, wait 45 minutes for a whole line of oh, geese God. to cross. And as I... they all crossed, she started going. They flew right back over. <laughs> the complete opposite way. I was like, we just wasted 45 minutes of you sitting here trying to be a good person and let these ducks cross by. But you don't realize you got to go through. You just, it's slow and steady. They will move. They will freak out. They will do whatever, but you got to, I understand they're, you know, delicate line. That's amazing. No, there, there are rules to society and hit a duck. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The worst types of ducks in the world. God. Like when you go to the zoo and there's no animals and you just start making animal noises. Where's all the elephants? <laughs> that elephant sounds like it was deflating. Oh, geez. You know what? Noises at a zoo. Something I will never forget. I, my father took me to a zoo. I don't remember where. But we could just hear. We, we were off by the orangutans. And we could just hear this. And so we're looking around like what is that? that that's off in the distance but that is loud and we start walking around and we just we keep going it starts getting louder and we look over we're going through a reptile area and we just hear it even louder it's these tortoises having sex <laughs> it's they make noise? What is this nonsense? And it's a thing. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Look up some videos of tortoises and turtles making out or making love. They make the weirdest noises when they have sex. I can't believe it. It's probably painful. They're well, old as shit. Have you ever heard your grandparents bone before? No, it I haven't. It doesn't sound good. My grandfather never enjoyed it. I'm like, do you ever get <laughs> laid? And he just goes, no, I'm fucking miserable. I honestly, this marriage is dead. That's why I'm always sleeping in my recliner. I'm like, that's awful. He goes, I'm only with her for the pancakes. I'm like, damn. (laughs) Savage. One fucking, what, a 20-minute meal out of the whole day? He goes, yeah. Then I just act like I'm working on the lawnmower and I go outside. And I'm like, 
that's why you're always out there. What do you do out there? He's like, I have candy out there. And he hides oh, nice. candy all over. <laughs> He's a fucking genius, man. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the sex thing with the zoo because I've talked to a zookeeper and that was my first question I asked her. It was like, how often do animals make, you know, out, just have sex in zoos? She's like, all the time. Because I had a memory with my grandma. We went to, um, oh, God, what was the zoo? It wasn't in Hawaii. I think it was in Delaware. Trying to remember the name of the zoo, but she had her little like she has this, the old VHS like home tape cameras, the ones you can burn it and make like a VHS tape or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. um, and she was you know going around the zoo filming us and everything. And my brother's older than me, so he's like, "Oh, we're at a fucking zoo. Like I don't want to be here." You know, yeah. he's probably my age now. I was like sixteen or something. We're walking through. No, I was fourteen. He was probably seventeen. We're walking through the zoo, and my grandma stops and starts filming these chimpanzees. Like. <laughs> Like this whole thing, this monkey looked directly at my grandmom's camera, like stared at it, grabbed a stuffed animal, ripped the head, <laughs> ripped the head off the stuffed animal. And my grandma's laughs like a snort. She goes <laughs> like that. Yeah. And she's laughing the whole time. This monkey grabs the, the body of the stuffed animal, starts rubbing his dick with it. Oh, God. And I'm like, this is why we evolved from apes. Because the first thing this monkey did when a camera hit on it was start <laughs> masturbating. Yep. And my oh, grandma God. filmed it the whole length of the masturbation until yeah. complete. You, you got to find that and put it on YouTube. I was like so embarrassed, but I couldn't stop laughing because like my grandma, I was just laughing at her because she was like front and center, like videotaping. And I'm like, this is this is porn. If you really think of it, yeah. these are the Kate Upton monkeys. These are the ones that make the Kim Kardashian f video that gets leaked on the Internet. Oh, yeah. Freak. So we came well, from apes. You know what? At, at least if it had to be something that they're notorious for, I would rather come across them while they're doing that than have them throwing feces. Do you think that... we can make an audio drama of just monkeys having, like, fun times? We you call know, it, it monkey probably fun exists. times. Monkey business is what we're doing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You want the monkey paw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes bringing it back i like it that was a good one. Oh my god uh monkey's paw that's what we could call it and everyone's like it's this one really great play i saw when i was in school and then you start listening to it and it's like, ah, 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 ah. It's like, that's, that's not what it was i swear to god like it's this is not what i wanted oh good lord uh, but honestly the sad fact with the state of the universe it probably exists i look we're sitting here fighting for views, fighting for followers as podcasters, as voice actors. We're scraping for every little ounce of attention to make a small dent in this yep. world. Oh, yeah. We should have just did ASMR. Those oh, people God. don't have to do jack shit, I, and they I, get billions of views. Just stirring something in a cup. One million views. I like what? the chewing factor. Like, I don't like it if I'm sitting at a dinner table and someone starts chewing with their mouth open. I'm like, no. what, what the hell are you doing? And then... But I really like it when they're in their microphone and they're eating like a sandwich or they're doing like food reviews. I, I couldn't stand it. I, I I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, mesophonia. It, it, Mesothelioma? Like a, no. <laughs> God, no. No. Me, Do you have a painfully twisted neck like this and the, the fucking lady's head sideways? <laughs> it's the, the Taco Bell thing ad. 
Oh God, no, uh, misophonia. What Taco Bell ad? I maybe it was Taco. Was it Taco Bell or something else? They they, they used to have an ad for trying to. Tr- they, everybody's head is cricked to the side because they're always turning their head to keep the toppings in. I I don't remember that. That was ages ago. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, Look, commercials have made an amazing thing. Usually, people talk about like they wait for the Super Bowl to go see the amazing commercials that they play. Like, there's the Doritos goat. You ever seen that one? I have not where the goat tries to steal the Doritos and he opens up the pantry after eating all these Doritos and the dude hit all the Doritos and the goat just goes "Ah! Ah!" and just starts screaming. And it's like the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) And then like, that was a really good goat scream. If you, if you look it up after this, you'd be like, damn, that was, I've, I've, I've heard the scream. Some of them there, there is at least one that I think is just faked that somebody has voiced over it that has is one of the more famous ones but i've heard some of the real ones and good lord those things are human only thing that screams worse than that is uh parrots parrots are oh God, yes. horrible um <laughs> the, the goat makes that noise or whatever but the super bowl commercial i just saw one and it was yesterday actually it was during the game and it was a football commercial and they just go Here's a nice Ravens uh, uh, welcome mat so you can stomp the face of your mortal enemies. And I'm like, whoa, I I literally stopped and I was like, wait a minute. Is that a fucking that's really dig. That's a dig deep for a commercial. Usually they try not to offend anybody. And she goes, do you like the Browns? You know, is their season doing good? Let's be honest. No, they're not. And then they start (laughs) selling something. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? And like, what about the Titans? And it's like, we don't even talk about the Titans. They're awful. And it's like, who's the team on this? And it's a Best Buy ad. And I'm like, what the fuck? You just like took down half of your audience by naming every other team, but one. Like it didn't make sense, but it was like really good commercial because it was like finally someone that just stopped giving a shit and was yeah. like, I'm just going yeah. to call out everybody. Well, they, they need to do that sort of thing, though, because it goes viral and then they, they hear about it. People know about it. it it's well, a good tactic, but it's also a good way to go down in flames for some things. Well, it's like with voice acting. You're hiring somebody based on their voice. And then a lot of people are like, no, they need to be of this ethnicity if they're going to play this role. And it's like, oh, my God, there's just people that are just trying to do the thing that they have a gift for, something that they have a talent for, hitting a voice. I understand, you know, giving jobs to everybody. But at the same time, you're listening to somebody's voice, and that's all you're using them for. Like, yeah, you can develop a relationship and stuff. But it's like you're just like if you gave me your Joker without seeing your face. We did like mm-hmm. just audio only. So people listening that are listening to the audio version are like, all right, I've heard his impressions. They're going to pick you if that's the best fit for Joker. They're not going to choose based on your ethnicity or anything. But then some people are like, well, but some places do. I'm like, that's like, it goes into a deeper discussion where it's like, it's just a bunch of people really trying to survive in this world and trying yep. to do something that you're passionate about. I don't want to, you know, be a host of a show or something and I need voices and I have all these, it's an only black or only Asian uh, radio show. And then you can't get a part, even though you play the best voice of it. It's like the same thing. If you ever saw the Apu documentary, I was like, damn, like, how are you going to take this guy down after that show has been running for so freaking long? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's that, that's a, that's a very touchy subject. Um, yeah, see, it it does go both ways in some sort of thing because I I know it I'm I'm all for the um the ones that are searching for a specific race for their thing, but for the ones that aren't, and if if somebody gets picked over somebody else, I I don't want it to be a race thing because 
I mean, I don't judge the Arby's guy. I don't know what ethnicity he is. He could nope, be a robot. They, yeah, well, it, it's that sort of thing. And and then the, here, I, I, I see these people who get all up in arms because they, there are people who are um, trying to do the, you know, uh, person of color only audition. And it's like, why, why get up in arms about that? Because they, they do need the work. If somebody tried to do a, no, I don't want anyone of color to voice this white person there would be very much hell to pay if somebody said something like that but like it, it is again it's all about the voice if one person can do a voice convincingly for the character you're looking for that should be the person for the job it it race should never be an issue for a voice ever if, if you're creating a product such as a movie such as anything that is something that you created and you have an idea and someone hits close onto that idea, then you don't care about what they look like. They could be overweight. They could be whatever. You are going to pick them for the role because that's what best fits your description of an idea. Like, yep. that's what I look at. I'm like, we, we haven't gone insane. We, we're not, as yep. people, we're just really trying to pick at everything. And it's like, there, there might be an issue. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying, if I create a cartoon series, I'm going to pick the voices that best resemble what I'm trying to figure out. And if they're white, black, whoever, it's like when I contact people through pages, I don't know what they look like. I had no idea yep. what you look like before you hop on here. You could have had one eye and then that would totally go into my eye segment. That would have been perfect and not random at all. But <laughs> it's just that, that type of thing. You don't know. It's like Christmas. You're opening up yep. a gift. And next thing you know, you're into something because it never, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, it wouldn't stop you from having a conversation. Exactly. And you know, what? It, it's with that sort of thing. I think I, I don't understand why um, having a headshot or a mugshot or something for a voice actor is such a big thing, because it really shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter what you look like, as long as you have the voice that fits the role at all. That, that's end of it. Just do away with the mugshots and nobody will care anymore. It's like someone has a really sweet, soothing voice, but then they're ugly. And you're like, I, I, don't, I can't. And it's like, hold on a second. But their voice is like butter. Like all you're exactly. going to use them for is the voice. It's like, yeah, but they have mutton chops. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with mutton chops? Bring back the mutton chops. I'm going to when I can grow them one day. Yeah, we'll have beautiful mutton chops. I, I couldn't grow them. This, this is me after like a month. This is me after like five years. Oh, geez. Just okay. slowly adds on and I have to like trim it. So I don't look like a child, even though I get carded fucking everywhere. Yeah. They're like, you're going to love it when you're older. I'm like, I don't fucking love it now. I'd rather look 90. My grandfather, my great grandfather actually lived to be 94. He stopped taking his medication at like 90. I asked why. He goes, because I look like a goblin. And I'm like, so you want to die? He's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm like, that's so sad. He goes, no, it's more pain to be alive. I'm like, really? Like emotionally? He goes, no, physically, like getting out of yep. bed, shit pops and it doesn't get back into place. I'm like, so it's just like agonizing pain every day. He's like, why do you think I sit in this chair? Yep. People bring me food. That's fun. But I know I can't get up. If I have to piss, oh. I just sit here. Yeah, you have to wonder because you go back way back when the life expectancy was like 30 and people are always, I want to live forever. I want to live forever. Now that we're getting to that point, it's like, no, no, let's go back to the, the like, you're lucky to reach 50. 
people always say like the age back then was like being 30 years old and you die the it's not that's not entirely true we actually yeah. lived to like 70s back then too but it was the fact of how many people got murdered yeah how many the, people the murders the illness yep murders plagues pandemics wars things well, like that it all goes back to math class because they find the median of those ages oh well six people died at the age of what five yep. seven twelve and then the other seven people we're going to calculate died in their like 80s so let's find the middle and that would be around 40 years old was the average lifespan i'm like oh so everything i've learned in history class was bullshit like yep pretty much nice to know that i was lied to as a child yeah they mm, there's some benefits to some points of the history but tr the average life expectancy probably isn't one of them i've had way too many requests to do this uh oh and i'm gonna say it to you and i'm offering you the invitation i want to start an audio drama series and i'm just gonna have a bunch of people actually i'll just make one giant episode where it's like 12 of us and then, like, I'll send you everybody who was I'm thinking about getting on that were voice actors. And I just want you to communicate with these people because you guys would get into this amazing group. And I want to just have a whole episode where everybody doing impressions. I know people that do, like, really good famous ones. I only have one really good one, and that's probably Christopher Walken. And all the other ones are kind of, like, shabby. Like, my Don Corleone pretty good. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, shift the jaw forward and be like, someday. And that day may never come. I call on you for your services. That was pretty good, yeah. That, jeez. My yeah, Morgan hey. Freeman sounds like the one-off Family Guy. Oh, Ever God. since I was a little boy, people have enjoyed the sound of my voice. God. Oh, freaking hell! That's a voice. See that that sort of thing right there shows that not everybody needs to do impressions. Just be good with your own voice, because some people will love it. And you don't even know what your own voice sounds like because it reverberates off your bones and actually gets distorted in your own ears. Well, you you hear it more once you start actually recording it and editing it. Gotta add like thirty syllables on that one. When you're editing it, yeah. I I I I don't really edit, so when I hear myself talk, I just try and skip through it because I don't like my own voice. But people are like, your voice is so soothing, and then some people are like, your voice sucks. Do Baltimore. I'm like, where's do, do I have to please everyone? I'm just talking. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, I think everybody does hate their own voice until you get to the point where you have to listen to it more often than you would normally. And then, like, I've I've grown accustomed now to my voice. I don't hate it anymore. Um, my girlfriend seems to really like it. She thinks I have a good voice. <clears throat> well, I say as I have a nice voice crack. My buddy's voice cracks all the time. But then mine never does. And I'm like, what What happened? I feel like maybe when you were hitting that line where your voice is changing, there was like something happened. Like you coughed and then something got fucked up. Yeah. Well, I will say this is the longest I've spoken out loud for a very long time. And you were nervous about doing a podcast. Absolutely. It wasn't hard. We, eh. we chatted for hour 15. Yeah, yeah, it has been that, hasn't it? Good lord. Welcome to the jungle. That's an AC, you know, ACDC. I can do his voice, I think. Oh, yeah. Let's is hear that, it. I'm drinking gasoline because it helps to scream. Yes, yes. That was pretty good. That, that was pretty freaking good. hurt. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't hurt yourself, please. His vocal cords, like it's trying to hone in on what your vocal cords can do, like make that little flap. Like you ever heard wind? Like there's people that can do the sound effect wind, where it's like like that. Then there's like like that whole. <laughs> I think I enjoy sound effects more than I enjoy like. <laughs> actual things like my a dad artist with your mouth my dad told me once i hit puberty he was like this is when i was a kid not now if this was my voice before puberty that would be scary like the kid's voice is gonna get deeper where he sounds like the guy from Allstate. you want insurance oh, well let me help you with that and you're like you're gonna murder me with a butter knife and that's okay because i would still enjoy it you're going to enjoy every moment of me stabbing you to death can, can you do a Shaggy or a Scooby? <laughs> I like to laugh on that one. My Seth Rogen laughs like that. <laughs> but Scooby's like, um, oh, God. <laughs> like Zoink Scoob. Oh, God, no, I can't do a Shaggy. You can do the voice crack. If I try and do that, like, it sounds like I'm hitting a decimal or a decibel level where there's no sound. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, or it's like you ever just voice your voice cracks to a higher pitch and it's like the pitch is so high, nothing's coming out, but you know you're definitely voicing something. And then there's like a there's a dog having a seizure in a corner, like <laughs> on the ground, like ah Yeah, yeah. My dogs will let me know if I do that. We should do a family guy series. But call it monkey business. <laughs> Get your sweet little monkey butt over here. That is so good. Oh my god, that was amazing. Can you, all right, hold on, hold on. I need to give you a task to complete. Oh no. Sell me a popsicle as Herbert the pervert, and I will do. Oh, I don't have any more impressions in my bank. <laughs> you want some popsicles? I got lots of popsicles here. Go, just love me some popsicles. None of them Klondike pies, just popsicles here. I'm John Lennon of the Beatles. Unless them popsicles are filled with LSD. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's what I love about voice acting is anybody watching these videos are gonna be like their voice their faces are insane. And that's what you have to do when you're voice acting. You gotta get into it. Yeah, you you oh good lord. I've never actually recorded my face when I'm doing voices or impressions or anything again well you're damn handsome sir oh i thank you i i i know you're just trying to you're waiting for the moment you can go get the eye bleach (laughs) wow hey that is so horrible i can't believe people do that that's nuts why why it's such a gift to your vision of sight and you want to take it away you're able to disguise your voice or hit an octave frequency that is able to literally pitch touch anything that is in your distortive realm see what i say about changing your perspective you can make it sound mystical as shit rather than putting voice actor oh yeah voice manipulator oh a pleasing the masses All right, man. Well, look, you've given me enough of your time, brother. Please promote where people can find you. I know we didn't really talk a whole lot about it, but you gave me an amazing conversation, man. Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter, of course, James Porteous. Um, My 
horror narrations I do, Tales from the Darkness. I'm on YouTube. Um, please do check that out. I, I do enjoy doing that. I'm not, I'm not as frequent as I would like to be, but I am there and I do put it out as much as I can. Um, like I said, that other audio drama I was part of uh, over on Addie Licious's, Addie oh God, I can't say her name out loud. I'm sorry, Addie. Um, she has her audio dramas that she does over on her channel and God, she does some good work on there. Um, you got to close this out as the Joker. <laughs> it was a wonderful time being on here with you. I'm just sad I wasn't able to get my hands on you. Give you a couple extra smile marks. That was a Joker mixed with Mr. Rogers. <laughs> like, I'm scared to be around you, and I don't think I want to enter the neighborhood at all. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want to visit iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, and even share the show. Helps me out. Leave me a little something like a little message about oregano or Domino's Pizza or how Papa John's is evil. Thanks for checking out Out of the Blank Podcast.